I don't think the demand for physicians and patients to participate in research has ever been higher than right now. Because of the study, it actually extended his life three years. And so at the time they thought it was only gonna be a matter of months, um, but the study ended up allowing him to spend more time with myself and his family for three additional years. And I think that's when I really kind of realized the impact and the hope that research offers to so many different patients and their families. The foundational knowledge that I had in recruiting translated directly over into what we do now because it all came down to finding the best people, right? I mean, your, your company is only as successful as the people that are kind of running the business. And one thing I really pride myself on and our team on is since day one, um, I think we've hired the best. It's, a, it's what we use to drive value to the studies that we're, that we're participating in, but it's also, you know, our ability to use data more effectively is also impacts our our ability to have good patient satisfaction in the studies that we that we conduct. Right? If we're pestering a bunch of people that aren't good fits for a study, that's not you know that's not good for anybody. I think there's so much improvement that can be made on the feasibility side of things. So if a sponsor is trying to select their locations to participate, oftentimes it may be you know fill out this piece of paper and how many patients do you think you can get. We've completely changed that. We come in and say, if you're looking for 100 patients, here's what we believe the top of the funnel needs to look like. Here's what we have. Here's the data behind it. Here's how many we believe we can enroll. And now we're taking on much larger percentages of these studies. Coming into the industry, I was astounded when I found out, hitting the feasibility point that CJ just brought up, I was astounded coming in that most, most folks doing feasibilities for studies aren't doing it based on real data it's it's essentially uh you know it, it, i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to put anyone in a bad light at all but essentially it's a finger in the wind in most instances or at least a scientific you know wild guess as to yeah. as to what the numbers are for a feasibility just the impact we've made on so many thousands of patients lives over the years and so when it started it was you know, just a couple patients in a single living community. And then over the years, that number continued to, to, to rise. How does that make you feel when you get those, those thank you letters? It, it's incredible. I mean, I'm, to me, this isn't even a job. Like when you're thinking about the career that you have and the business that you're starting, I mean, if you can have success, but you can also feel like you're truly making an impact, not just on, on patients' lives, but we're truly helping to bring the future of medications to market. And that's when I go back to, not just Alzheimer's disease, but we still have all these dermatology studies where we're seeing the impact directly for these patients and helping to bring you know vaccines to market. And so I really can't think of a more rewarding career and industry to be in than in clinical research.